Hello, I'm Joe Honeyhockey, and welcome to the Heavenly Social, where I introduce you to our heavenly brothers and sisters. Today, my voice is a little hoarse, so don't be surprised if I might just uh, play around a little bit with my hoarse voice, because it's a little bit deeper than it normally is. <sighs> So there's that. So, uh, sorry but not sorry. Last episode, I covered a Dominican, St. Albert. And it just so happens I'm continuing that trend this episode by introducing you to yet another early Dominican. So I ask you, do you have a fear of drowning? Or do you ever want some saintly encouragement as you work out? Well, you're in luck. Might I introduce you to St. Hyacinth of Poland? Row the intro, good chap. Now there's something I want to address here right up front. I must apologize to my listeners in the Poland area, because, full disclosure... I don't know Polish in any capacity, really beyond the name Karol Watiwa, who, as many of you know, became Pope St. John Paul II. Well, while I'm generally proud of my ability to commit and believably pronounce words in foreign languages, uh, that is not the case today. Uh, I will absolutely commit to something, but with that said, I'm very sorry. Now, on to our dear St. Hyacinth. Now, he doesn't have a ton of patronages, but he is the patron of Lithuania and those in danger of drowning. Now, while uh, this next thing, it doesn't appear to be an official patronage, I have been told that he is often uh, remembered or invoked uh, by weightlifters and bodybuilders, and that like weightlifting groups might like use him as uh, their patron saint. So there's that to consider. Well, we'll get into why that is here in a minute. He was born in 1185 to the noble family of the, oh dear, Audravas family. The noble family of Audravas, which was a, apparently a majorly noble family and produced several knights and bishops and archbishops back in the day. His family resided, according to every source I found, at the castle of Lanka at Cayman in Silesia, Poland. Now... <laughs> As I am a geographer, I, of course, knew instantly where this was. But, but uh, for those of you who aren't geographers, Silesia is a region that lies toward the west-southwest part of Poland, with small parts of it extending into Germany and the Czech Republic. So, now you know. Well, this is where Hyacinth was born. And while I can't concretely confirm this, it looks like his birth name was actually Jacek. Well, being a noble, he was privy to a pretty incredible education for the time. 
and also coming from such a devoutly Catholic family, he was formed strongly in the faith. At some point, he earned the title of Doctor of Canon Law and Divinity. Uh, this was after extensive study in cities like Krakow and Prague. Well, soon afterward, in 1218, he visited Rome with his uncle Ivo Odrovas, who was the Bishop of Krakow. Now, here's something super fascinating. It's said that it was during this visit that our Saint Hyacinth met Saint Dominic, who, as you might have guessed, is THE Saint Dominic who founded the Dominican Order. Well, the Dominican Order was very new at the time, and it happens that Saint Dominic was in Rome on orders from Pope Honorius III to help consolidate and reform the nuns within the city and kind of establish them in a new convent uh, under Dominic's authority. Well, as this plan was getting started, the nephew of a cardinal that was accompanying Dominic was thrown from a horse and died. The details were recorded by one Sister Cecilia Cesarini. But in short, uh, Dominic healed and raised the boy back from the dead. This is where things like, get really fascinating. So, Sister Cecilia mentioned that those present were the abbess and her nuns, the cardinals, and their advisors and important companions. Now, I couldn't find out why Hyacinth and his uncle Ivo were visiting Rome at that time, but I'm wondering if Ivo, who, as I said, was a bishop, may have been invited to help with this initiative, that maybe, uh, you know, he was there uh, because, like, a cardinal invited him or something. And he just decided to bring his nephew along. Well, what this means is that our St. Hyacinth could have been a member of that crowd that witnessed this miraculous raising of a boy from dead. Now, lending further credence to this is the fact that Hyacinth entered the Dominican Order soon after his meeting St. Dominic. And I don't know about you, but witnessing a man raise someone from the dead in the name of Jesus Christ would make me think that that guy knows something worth learning. However they met, St. Dominic inspired the spirit of evangelization within Hyacinth, and he joined Dominic's order. He was sent out to introduce this new order back in Poland, which was apparently pretty successful. He would found communities during his travels, uh, of which was pretty extensive. He traveled around east of Poland, in areas like Prussia, Lithuania, all the way down to the Black Sea. Kind of legends say that he even went as far north as the Scandinavian Peninsula, so you're Sweden and Norway, and uh, even Denmark. But the historical evidence to support those ventures is kind of lacking. Well, regardless, he is sometimes referred to as the Apostle of the North. All of this is to say that he traveled a lot and evangelized with his whole spirit. While he was in Kiev, the Mongols attacked. This is the spot where we get the most popular story of St. Hyacinth, and the reason that he is invoked by weightlifters and bodybuilders. Well, okay, so it's said that as the Mongol invaders 
the Mongols, also known as the Tartars, uh, which was kind of a blend of Mongols and Turks. Anyways, as they advanced toward Kiev, St. Hyacinth went to the tabernacle in the monastery's chapel to retrieve the ciborium that held the Blessed Sacrament to take with him as he made his escape. Quick side note. The ciborium is the gold chalice-looking thing with the lid that consecrated hosts are kept in. So now, when you're at Mass and you see the priest putting the Blessed Sacrament in the chalice thing before putting it in the tabernacle, you'll know. That is a ciborium. Now you can take that to trivia night. Anyways... St. Hyacinth fetched this in order to keep the Eucharist safe from the invaders, but as he was leaving the chapel, he passed by a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and he heard her speak. She said, Hyacinth, my son, why do you leave me behind? Take me with you, and do not leave me to my enemies. It goes that the statue was made of alabaster and was crazy heavy, but he was filled with a miraculous strength and managed to carry the statue along with the ciborium of hosts. It goes even further to say that he and the, the others that accompanied him like as they fled, they arrived at the Dnieper River, yeah, where he urged them to cross, and that he and those that followed him were able to walk across the river's waters safely to the other side. So I want to stress that they walked over on top of the water. So that's pretty cool. And that is a testament to one's faith if I've ever heard one. Well, he traveled and preached for as long as his body would allow. In 1257, he returned to Krakow as he had become very worn. Well, in the later months of that year, he grew ill and he ended up dying on the Feast of the Assumption, which is August 15th, uh, shortly after he had attended the Mass. Now, he was canonized in 1594 by Pope Clement VIII, and his feast day is celebrated on August 17th. So what stands out to me the most about St. Hyacinth is, without a doubt, his zeal. He was so inspired by Christ and his mission that he embodied the Great Commission, which is to go forth and make disciples of all nations. Now, that pretty well defines zeal, kind of, which, according to the dictionary, uh, it is a, and I quote, great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective, end quote. Okay. So, why do I find his zeal so inspirational and heroic? Other than the fact that he lived out Christ's commission very literally, zeal is the response to truth. I would even go so far as to say that zeal is the act of pursuing truth. Uh, I, I might be stepping beyond the literal understanding of zeal, but conceptually, this is where I'm going with it. This is what I think about it. St. Hyacinth very possibly witnessed the truth and divinity of Jesus Christ through the works of St. Dominic. Now, when we are faced with an event so tangible as that, 
we have only two options. Pursue the truth or deny the reality behind the event. When faced with the tangible, the only thing we can't do is, is deny the event. In the case of a miracle, we can't deny that it happened. So what's left is the need to understand why it happened. Zeal comes from this desire. And I would say certainly in the face of miraculous events, our zeal becomes a response to God's call. It becomes that outward sign that we're seeking to know him. And uh, as we grow in this relationship with him, it becomes impossible to not share him through our lives. Well, this is what St. Hyacinth displayed so wonderfully. This is why he ended up traveling so intently. He saw how much God loved him, and he needed to show everyone how much God loved them too. So, with that, if you want to grow in friendship with St. Hyacinth, and maybe take a cue from him in how to live a life of zeal, well, then uh, might I introduce you to this little prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Saint Hyacinth, we ask that by your intercession, the Lord may fill our hearts with the passion and zeal to transform our lives and to share his love with all those we encounter. By your help, dear Saint Hyacinth, may we never falter as we seek to grow in relationship with the Lord until that day when we may be united with him for eternity. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That does it for this episode. Keep your passion for the faith, and one day someone might just tell your story. See you next time. Roll the outro, my fellow. It said that it was during this visit that our Saint. It said that during this visit that our Saint. Saint Hyacinth. Pope Honor. The Cardinals and their invite. Traveling is fun and all, but sometimes it just isn't. Let's talk next about a saint who also traveled, but. Not because she wanted to. See ya.